Bebop. Welcome to Artist Bebop number 44. The weekly ramble where I take a timer, set it for 22 minutes, and ramble my heart off. <laughs> All right. Here it goes. No time like the present. <laughs> this week, a lot of reflection, I guess. A lot of, I don't know, it was a roller coaster on many fronts. But, so lately I've been talking about how rapidly things are, are changing in the world, really. AI, marketing, social media, a lot of the, at least for me, the way I do commerce or art, it's affected. And so thinking about that, you know, things have, uh, have worked for me lately haven't been working. So what I've been doing as on the marketing front is thinking of what I can do differently. And that's, that's exciting actually. And it's, I've, I think a younger me would have dreaded this situation, but I'm really trying to think through it. And I felt a lot of illumination this week on that front. I'm getting systems in place as far as integrating AI stuff and learning more about it so that I can market. But it's interesting that such, I guess, a broad, expansive thing to think about. But today specifically, this one guy talked about how, you know, what happens when I can say to the AI, write this book about this, and it writes it, and then it puts it out there. And there's a ton of other ones, too. And I guess that's what I've been getting at. Because I think it's funny, the, the times I, I do have my eight thoughts responded to, it's a human can never be replaced type thing. But that's, I think what he tapped into is what I'm talking about you know what what does happen how do you because if something like that I think it will take place then what's the meaning of what you do creatively and that's the trick is to retain and maintain and figure out that meaning. I don't know, I'm thinking of that movie Inception where they have the totem and they go into 
world after world, but if they have that totem, they can find their way back. And so it's weird to think about that and then <laughs> think about all these things I'm thinking about. Probably I've been delving too much into the AI stuff, but I think it's important. And uh, I will not, I will not cease. <laughs> but I, I, I'm enjoying it tremendously too. It's just fascinating, fascinating what we're living through, what's coming. Fascinating specifically as a creative. Oh. But yeah, that I don't know. I also just just reflecting on the this past year and the good parts for me as far as art sales were that I saw these bigger projects. And one in particular was a large-scale painting, about a little over four feet. And the guy hit me up. God, I don't remember when, but I took... I always get this with commissions. A person will say, take your time, and then they'll check in on it, and <laughs> take as much time as you need but I'm gonna poke at you every two days. It's cool, I get it. But this guy, I, I, uh, I you know, showed him a thing, was getting it done. And he said, no, 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 no. He's like, you take as much time. He's like, I don't care if it takes years. I was still skeptical, but then time kept going, I would show him progress, and he's like, yeah, yeah, just, and it's the most I've ever, I spent a year with that piece, as far as a commission, now there's pieces that I have worked on for probably years, and, and then there's some I finished in five minutes, <laughs> just depends where your head's at, I guess, but, in this case, like when I was done with it and shipping it, you know, I told him it was weird. It was like I, I it was like I was sending a friend off, and I loved that. I loved that I got to have that, and I'm so thankful. And yeah, he, so he's talking about an even larger scale one now. And I'm salivating to dig into that. And I've got these ideas without even knowing, you know, if it's going to happen or what it's going to be about. But, yeah, I was, 
just thinking, I, I want more, more clients like that. <laughs> and not just, that money is such a funny thing. And because I, I lived my life as a single artist man till I was 37. I'm not somebody that wants things. I just, uh, I, I, I create things. I like to make things. I like to put them out into the world. That's what makes me happy. It, way more than material things. But living that existence, I didn't need much. Now, throw fatherhood into it. And, you know, again, it's not that you need it. But there are things that I want so that I can mainly give experiences to my kids. And so I've been reflecting on that whole idea of change. You know, I changed my marketing because really situations change. But that extends to, to everything that I am. And so I was thinking about this other thing I was listening to where they were talking about abundance of wealth. And this one guy, you know, for years just struggled to get there and he felt like he was ready for it. But he says, the two guys speaking were of a consensus that there's a point where they had to be ready for it, or they were ready for it. That if it would have come earlier, they weren't ready for it. And I guess as I'm reflecting on, on everything, adjustments I'm having to make, what I want, the, the goals become clearer. Which is cool, because like, as I said, 37 years, I didn't need much. I didn't want much. I just wanted to make stuff. And I wanted to, to kick butt. And that's what I did. And I still kick butt, but... <laughs> but, then, um, but then there's that other part of it where... You know, that, what they were saying, I remember hearing that conversation. It didn't quite click. But as I've been reflecting this week, like, you know what? And if abundance, I thought, like, if abundance happens to listen to me ramble here, <laughs> if, if abundance is tuning in, dude, I'm ready. But yeah, See, I'm summoning it, I guess. This is, I guess I want a rich life for those little ones.
No, that's a good thing. I listened to uh, Dave Grohl's book, or the booth, his book. <laughs> I listened to Dave Grohl's book on Spotify, and so he talks about being younger, which was a great book. I. Like, so you think it'll be like a, a bio thing about Foo Fighters and Nirvana. And there there is biographical stuff. But what I liked about it was the, the grat, it was about gratitude. It was about him being thankful and him expressing the gifts that life had given him or has given him and I don't know, that was cool. And it was more than I thought I was gonna get from the book, which is awesome. And it was it was kind of him encouraging his audience to be grateful and to to go for what, what they want but he had this cool passage where he talks about being younger and he makes a kind of an altar to John Bonham and has this he called it a seance that he asked for the success that he wanted He's like, I think it worked. And so it affected me on many levels hearing that. Because I guess I've never asked, I've never wanted. I you know, I had what I wanted. What else what else was there? You know? <laughs> Not that I, I've never worried about money, but I just, um, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird uh, crossroads. But that's what, uh, it's what makes life, life beautiful. And, and I am, I am gracious. I'm, so I had technical difficulties here and the mic dropped because I didn't charge it. <laughs> I've been, I've been flustered uh, all day trying to work on multi projects. So I, I guess I just lost, lost track. I wasn't as prepared, but But yeah, so I'm just going to ramble in another direction. I did hear I was talking about Dave Grohl's book. Yeah, it was surprising. And yeah, it made me think about a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> but yeah, this week I've been, this past week, I think, I started working watercolor. 
And it's funny because I'll get sucked into something like that. One, my <laughs> I, I had this big studio and for about a month and a half, I did nothing but work on four by six black and white portraits. And <laughs> it was weird. You know, it's like something had snapped. And it's not always that severe. But yeah, this week pretty much I worked watercolor. That would go into tidy up projects into the the mess room I call it, where the, all the acrylic and wet and sticky paints live. <laughs> and so yeah, I'd taken a break because I also got sucked into live watercolor painting on TikTok because it's smaller and it's easier for me to I guess try to interact with the audience is what I'm wanting but yeah today was the first day I, I went back in there and, and hit the acrylics and it felt good I miss <laughs> It was because I was I was working watercolor all week. It's like God, you know, do I even like acrylic anymore? And yeah, I do. <laughs> I like the mess. I got this Clemente I'm working on that I think I finished him actually. That's why I'm up so late. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how it happens, man. You know, you're. One minute you're painting Roberto Clemente and then, you know, it's next week. It's just, it's the nature of uh, the paint studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, don't, I did a Cousin Oliver portrait from the Brady Bunch last week. I don't know if I talked about this last week, but just the idea of that character. The way I got into that was somebody was talking about in shows and sitcoms when they needed a change in direction because the show maybe wasn't working. They would introduce this character, enter Cousin Oliver. And then I thought about all the characters like that, like Raven Simone in the Cosby show. Uh, in different strokes they had I guess Arnold was getting bigger so they brought in Sam but cousin Oliver was surreal to me like I I have trouble believing he was real and, <laughs> and so I, I did that portrait and I I found audio of Cousin Oliver. I found some clips and then I found him, Robbie Rist, the actor. And I guess he'd done a commercial for the Brady Bunch in syndication. It was on, I don't know if it was Nickelodeon, but it was just funny. And his rant, his little blurb was about People said that he ruined the show and that hurts his feelings as a human. <laughs> I love that. 
<laughs> but I disagree. I think, you know, when I really look at it, like, he's amazing. It's my favorite part of the show. <laughs> Him and uh, Sam the Butcher. I did a portrait of Sam the Butcher, and it had, it looked, he looked, he looked like a killer. It was good. I <laughs> very proud of it I think I did that auxiliary characters are, are my jam I think that's known you know what's funny so shout out Chiha Cardworks on Twitter um so <laughs> he writes me and he said you know I've had this painting of yours on my profile and I've seen it very flattered I've seen it and I just noticed that it's Hank Aaron I forget what your card that is but he says I just noticed that it says Milwaukee Brewers in the text and I like to scatter my text and he said is that a, a purpose or was that a mistake? And it made me so happy. <laughs> I said, you know, you, you're the only person that caught that. And what can I say? I like to make myself laugh. <laughs> It was, but it was, it was a very kind of satisfying moment. Yeah. That made me think of this other guy who said, I like what you do, but they bought a few pieces. But you know, the, the dan I call them dancing letters. He's like, but the letters where you, you float them around. I don't think the painting needs that. And I, I always, I'm always listening. I'm processing. And I thought about that. You know, the painting needing it. And the thing with art and an artist, at least for me, the way I create... It's not about what the painting needs. It's about what I need as creator. And often I need a laugh. <laughs> it has served me well in life. Laughter through, through good through bad, through mediocre, through boring, through, through everything, being able to laugh and any time, any opportunity where I, I feel that I'm going to let it fly. <laughs> and yeah, so I guess that was it. 
you know, maybe the painting didn't need it, but I, I, I needed it. All right, I think I went over post-ramble. <laughs> Anyways, thanks. I, I got lost in that last part. Thanks for listening. Thank you for writing. Thank you for sharing. And, yeah, have a good weekend. I will see you next time. Welcome to my world, El Santos world, Bebop.